10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? It's a marshmallow world in the winter, and it's nice and hot with these three hot boys in the studio. Hello, and welcome back to Are We Friends? I am your co-host, Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And when the sun comes and covers the ground, or the snow, depending on what lyrics you ascribe to, you can always hear these three boys talking on the internet about their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore, or if it's just inertia. As you can tell, I am just getting back from a brief hiatus, thus no. me entirely no, forgetting you, that intro. You don't get to use that. That's not an excuse. John Downey from Downtime with John and Emily, our sister podcast on the Outlaws Network, Hi. Uh, he did the intro, I think, twice. And, you know, not perfect. But <laughs> so, let's, let's say better. I, I was going to say, I, I when I was hearing that, it was like my initial thought was not, man, he's a little rusty, do whatever. It was, oh, thank God Taylor's back. <laughs> uh, Everything's back to normal. Oh, in, yeah. In, in spite of that intro, we realize it's not a Christmas episode, correct? No, no. That's it's why I November said a 30th. specifically winter song and not a Christmas song. The word Christmas does not come up in that song. That's true. Good. It just talks about it's. It is a weird kind. It's a, it's a holiday song in that it is just talking about how fucking cold it is. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, like uh, one of our five, right? Like how fucking cold yeah. it is. <laughs> like Jesus Christ is coming. Fuck me. Fuck wanna, me, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> If you would like to hear more about that, you can listen to our last Christmas's episode yes. on Christmas songs. Correct. Called yeah. like Christmas songs something or other. I think something, I, something profane some, and disgusting after a colon. Horrendous title. It's not okay. What's the, what's that, the name of that movie with uh, Zach Efron about Seventeen Ted Bundy? Again. Oh, no, not that I one. Was <laughs> the same thing, Taylor. That title kind of works, but I don't like it. Like, it's, it's, Charlie uh, St. Cloud? Wait, the one where he's no, Ted Bundy? Shockingly he plays... evil, wickedly something. Oh, and oh cool. um, it's like, something like that. Yeah, it's like wickedly delicious. It's like no, the template. It's, it's only bad. There's no positive descriptors in the <laughs> Ted Bundy Film. Is it like I was a, trying to start like a terrifying tale of shocking violence it's, or something yeah, I was, like that? I was, something like that. I was it's saying not it's an like, absolute snack or anything. No, yeah. it's <laughs> like the template for one of our episode titles is what I was trying to say. Yeah, but a wickedly fust. delicious <laughs> sounds like like the motto of an evil leprechaun version of Lucky Charms. You know? <laughs> yeah, in the negaverse, it's just like ha ha, they're wickedly delicious. <laughs> it's like just... well, it's like leprechaun from Leprechaun. Doing oh, I was gonna it. say yeah, he pull he takes the spoon out of the thing and there's just like an eyeball in it. And oh, like, like children's fingernails. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ooh man, we get to we get to watch less less than half a year away, right? Oh, Before we get to watch me. four months, one, away. two, oh, and three in a row. And we have to watch. Oh yeah, we might have, we might have to do it over <laughs> Zoom too. Nah, so I'm risking it. I'm that. not doing that alone. Fuck it, guys. Sorry. <laughs> just invading the bubbles. Just come here. Yeah, 
I don't care okay. if we got to set up some plastic sheets in somebody's apartment or what. We're doing this We're indoor need dining sheets style. From all the vomit that's going to come out of my face. Not going to lie. Watching Leprechaun Three, not from the alcohol, just from the badness of the film. Vomit's oh, not right where I thought you, you were going to be going. Because the second that I hear, like, no, the reason we need plastic sheets is like pee play. Oh, you're about to talk about pee play so much right now. Oh, I thought I was going to do something extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Oh, you that's got the it. Title. Oh, that's the, the title. Yeah. Okay. So there is it P play is. in that movie. I saw movie. that movie. It was weird. Anyways, speaking right. of <laughs> shockingly evil, Calvin and Hobbes. Right? Oh, right. Yeah. Correct. Today we are talking about a subject of mine, and I figure in the same way that this episode is coming out the day before December, December. Um, there's a lot. There's like a whole set of Calvin and Hobbes comics that all take place like during the winter, but never really explicitly at Christmas. Like they were mm-hmm. kind of seasonal when they were coming out because they came out for years. And I was reminiscing about Christmas and I remembered that my brother and I, as a stocking stuffer, like always used to get a collection of Calvin and Hobbes. And oh. when we unpacked the house, like I found them all. Like they were in my childhood books that got merged with my other books to make super annoying, please don't break up with me, Emily amount of books that are now stuffed into our house. Um, That's so uh, like, Emily from Downtime with John and Emily, our honey. sister podcast I, on the Outlaws Network. Uh, I also feel like a lot of books would not be the breakup thing. I it 100% would have been the VHSs. Oh, no, it is. Uh, I have to put them up uh, because they are not allowed to stay in the closet. Emily said, like, if oh. I'm not having boxes of VHS in my house. Like, that's fucking insane. I'm like, no, I understand where you're coming from. Make so. a VHS wallpaper. Cover entire wall like as if it were wallpaper, so it's all the covers. But it's just real. Just pressed super hard together. Yes. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) You will you will lose some square footage. (laughs) Actually half a square foot. I will lose half a square foot if I put them all on their side (laughs) like that. Because they're six inches by three inches. That's the dimension of a VHS tape. But it's I'll show you something that's six. It never. But mind. it depends on the dimensions of the room that you're covering the walls in, right? We this is this becomes a whole. <laughs> this is a real math problem. Like this is not. No, we need like pen no, and paper. The VHS for tapes are the same size. No matter what room you in, the VHS tapes take the same amount of space. I I don't want to get into this with you right now. It doesn't. No, they're all because they're all the talk. same depth. You lose like one foot, like six inches or three inches from the wall. And Let's then, talk. Know, that's your ex. The le- Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> that's your Calvin ex. and Hobbes. Speaking of Calvin, that's actually a pretty Calvin and Hobbes sort of argument because there's a one of my favorite little <laughs> subgenres of Calvin and Hobbes is like, let's have a philosophical conversation right now and then like end it with a quick punchline between this little boy and his stuffed tiger. And I think it's fucking hilarious. Um, hold on. There was one I was reading today. Um, While that, he's flipping through, yeah. he gave us a bunch of homework to, to read. There's like a bunch of different like. They're not exactly types of Calvin and Hobbes, but it's clearly like he They're did things like do one with the snowmen. And it's like, yeah, all mm-hmm. the ones that include snowmen are are the same general joke. Yes. So yeah. we, we do. We are we are somewhat up to date on like these these areas. So go go ahead. Yeah. Like the, the tone of Calvin is always like he is unironically saying something which is just like the dominant discourse of pop culture. Um, and that's what the satire is. So, like, I love this one where it's Calvin and Hobbes. They're watching the TV. The TV's making a bunch of noise. And people ask why we tolerate a culture that celebrates violence and depravity. Because it's entertaining. That's why. If warped values are the price of a vicarious thrill, so be it. Let the business respond to consumer demand. Eh, the customer's always right, Hobbes says. Shock and titillate me. I've got money. 
Pop culture isn't to blame for selling twisted values. Movies, records, and TV show reflect the reality of our times. Artists depict hatred and violence because that's what they see. Well, why don't they see things of beauty and value? Oh, because boring stuff doesn't sell. <laughs> and just like, I love it. I, I think it's like really cute. <laughs> like it's super yeah, funny. What, what, it, what it reminds me of, there's a... <laughs> I got hard Seto Kaiba vibes from shock and titillate me. I have money. Shock and titillate me. I have, <laughs> screw the rules. I yeah, have that's money. Like, it, it very much was that same vibe. For that's uh, from Yu-Gi-Oh. Look out for our upcoming Yu-Gi-Oh episode oh, sometime dude. in the next 10 years. That, oh, yeah. that episode is just going to be us playing a game of Yu-Gi-Oh and getting very mad at like each other. While we read oh. the rules, like, what do you mean I can't play yeah. that fucking card? Looking it up, just fucking, I can't believe you said it. This card isn't in commit. It's not in regulation play anymore. No, Fuck. you have to sacrifice a monster of three stars or lower for it because it's, I don't know, a super techno warp card or whatever the fuck they have No, see, now. the only way I would allow us to record that is if we already knew the rules so that we can be like, oh, ha, ha, but I activate my trap card. You activated my <laughs> trap card. <laughs> uh, yeah, but what it reminds me of, there's a Sorry. show called Mission Hill, I think. It was something like that. It was like... Sounds vaguely familiar, but like a, I, I no I feel like it was an Adult reference. Swim like cartoon show or something like okay. that. The main guy is, he writes comic strips, and he does one where it's like there, there's a guy in a meat meat place and he points at a piece of meat hanging down and he's like that's kafka-esque and that was like the comic strip that he made and his like annoying like younger brother or cousin or whatever he's he's like you should say you should switch it to no no meat touching please (laughs) that's the one that he submits for him and that it's his first accepted comic strip Uh, and that's how that's how i that's what i think about some of these these comic strip jokes is like that's Kafka-esque, I feel like, is the one that would actually make it into the comic strip. Like the that some of these ideas are so like you get to the punchline and like the hardest thing I get sometimes is like the the nose exhale. You the know? sharp nose exhale, <laughs> yes. Well that's the that's the, the thing for me. It's there's kind of like a snowball effect. Like if I read just one Calvin and Hobbes, like a discreet strip, like, yeah, all right, that's funny. And I didn't really feel it until I read like this entire collection in one mm. sitting. By the mm-hmm. end, like I'm cracking okay. up because they like it gets you in the mood for this particular kind of like comic sure. book commentary. Like I don't know, I, I did, felt right. I noticed into that it. as well. Yeah, I, I noticed that as well that there was more of a. It, it turned into more like, huh, <laughs> like as it went on. But the first ones, I'm just like reading them, and I'm like, yes. That is humorous. Yeah. Like, there's a couple where I was just like, mm-hmm. And there, there's a couple where I was just like, yeah, it didn't work for me. But then, like, the next one after that also kind of played off of that previous one made me just like, <laughs> like, just actually fucking yeah. cackle. And I'm like, wait, how did... No, fuck you. You can't set up the thing in the other one and pay it off. How dare you? Damn it. Like, I, It just reminds me, like... I wish I could have read these in the newspaper. And there's another part of me that feels like I would have fucking hated reading these in a newspaper. I, I would have liked to read these in the newspaper at this age, like not at when I age. was a kid. Yeah, because I would I, have rather enjoyed them now. Like, yeah, when I when I was a kid, it was always like I was heard. Yeah, you know, like kids only care about the funnies, right? So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, give me those funnies. <laughs> And I was, I'm like scrolling through. Dilbert, what the fuck where is the, this? Where are the funnies? I'm a child. Yeah, None of these the make fun- sense to me. These are not. Yo, real quick. Fuck Family Circus. Fuck it forever. It's the worst comic Which of all Which one's time. Family Circus? I, it's, I can't stress enough how much 
it thought it was this shit, and it's just straight was it the up penguin not. one? It was. I think it was in a circle. It's usually like one or two frames. Uh-huh. It was just the family hanging out with a kid who thought he was like a Dennis the Menace Calvin type, and very yeah. clearly was a fucking like pretender to the throne with no <laughs> chance of actually getting up there. What's Meanwhile, the... like Calvin's killing it with all this shit. Yeah, Calvin has like a, a goddamn Kilroy thing. Like every Chuck Jane and asshole with a truck has that like Calvin pissing on a thing. Dude. Image. Like, I don't know why that's the like the image that I'm pretty sure didn't that wasn't in the comics, like got brought out of yeah. Calvin and Hobbes and like thrown I did a little into bit the of, pop culture. I did a, a smidge of research on Bill Watterson. Is it really Watterson? I don't know, but there's two T's, and it's it's, it's true. giving me the same annoying vibes because even though I like him, it's the same thing that I have the problem with Sam Waterston. Yeah. Just somebody be named Waterson. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> Is it like Water the Jesus Son. Christ of Latter-day Saints? It's Is that been, like... <laughs> yes, that's how it is. Like, W-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N Waterson. is his last name. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Pick Waterson. It's fine. No one's going to be upset that it's son of water. That's not weird. It feels okay to say it that way. And don't be adding in T's where they don't belong. Just advice to anyone listening. You can just, like, change your name. It's not hard nor expensive. It's like, okay. just talk to a lawyer and, well, like, seriously, like, hey, here's what I want to change my name to. Thanks. Especially Sam Waterston because he's Waterston. an actor. He's allowed to have a stage name. There's no mm. problem with that. You can keep, you can have the name and then have a stage name later. And but why not actually, keep going further author, after that? If you're an author too, you can have a pen name. It's fine. There's no problems with this. Okay, Make what was your work. point? Sorry. Yeah, I feel like we're getting way off the thing uh, here. All right, bring it back. No, I, you gotta, you no gotta bring point. it out in like one, like mad. a comic book, one <laughs> sentence. You mad. gotta bring it all back. You've got this commentary now. Yeah, this is it. this Stick is where the this landing is... punchline. Oh, last panel. Sorry. I did some research on it, so there is basically no actual authorized Calvin and Hobbes merch. So, one, all of those are rip-off, copyright infringement, horrible things. But Bill Watterson has a quote saying, uh, long after the comic strip is gone, those decals will be my legacy. And I'm just like, <laughs> damn, <laughs> shit. That really sucks, buddy. <laughs> Does... Is he actually cool at all? The only I only had time enough to see that he had been pitching a bunch of comics, and that these yes. were two. This was like uh, Calvin was like a younger brother in a different comic he pitched, and somebody had to tell him like, "No, that's where Correct. your money is." So yeah, he pit, he was just like he was like I fucking love making. Com- I want to be a comic artist or an astronaut, and the second one wasn't really feasible. Um, so, he, yeah, he was pitching a bunch of random stuff. Everybody was fucking no, no, no. And then the one he did that had some success was in the doghouse, which featured, I believe the character's name was Melvin during it, or Marvin or something, uh, which was Calvin with a pet tiger. And the editor was like, this comic is fucking stupid, but, like, those characters are actual characters, so work is, on those. And he was like, fine, I will. And is this guy pro or anti-Calvin? pretty sure it's it's not a matter of pro or anti-calvin but calvin is the mouthpiece for like an irony you know like yeah like a critical commentary of pop culture he says he loves because basically calvin was like the people he was like they think it's based off of like my kid or my memories of childhood and he's like no i was kind of an obedient little dork when i was a kid so this is like an outlet for all the fun stuff because and he was saying like it's fun 
uh, it's fun for me to write Calvin because I disagree with him in the sense of like, he wouldn't do, he wouldn't fucking tell <laughs> fucking Susie Durkins to like get a lobotomy. Oh, that her bangs hide her lobotomy scars. <laughs> well, like, you know, things like, he's like, no, I'd never be like that. To kiss, I think, but like, I do think that that is one of the only times I like made a little bit more of a chuckle yeah. was, um, Susie like tricks him again successfully. And he's like, I hope you have a good dentist, Susie. Yeah, the, the amount of times, the amount of times he threatens to bust all of the teeth out of her head is tremendous. Like, he is constantly like, oh, one of them was like, the tooth fairy's going to pay you big tonight, Susie. <laughs> Just like... Which, oh, uh, God, you know, not the best way to get the laugh, he, but... He's Six, but he's, he's fucking. I mean, but he's not written by a six-year-old. That's true. <laughs> it's like what I is that? Um, pal, right in the kisser. Like what yeah, is that? Yeah, like, to I'm the moon. Yeah, that sort of yeah, stuff. It's, it's like, like the honeymooners whole, or whatever. The honeymooners, right? yeah, that's which, what it was. Exactly. which we all agree was that's terrible. <laughs> not have happened. <laughs> like you can just watch the Flintstones. It's a lot yes. funnier to someone of our age, and there's a lot less it's, domestic violence. It's like, only just a complete upgrade of the honeymooner. Like it's, yeah, that's the same premise, and Even it's just what if weird... it was in a cooler location with better voice actors. <laughs> And better, a better everything. theme song. Like, yeah. And even in those later episodes where the weird alien is there, fucking fine. The Whatever. Great I'm, the Great Gazoo. Yeah, I'm into it. Is, Fuck he, it. is he not in the earlier episodes? No. no, no, that was a later edition. He shows up. I thought he was just part of it. No, 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 no. He's, <laughs> you know, they're just like the honeymooners in bedrock. He shows up to make the, to, to start to form the sinews of the Jetsons Flintstone shared world Multiverse. connection yeah. yeah oh no 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 the, the theory is that uh, the reason that they live on those high stocks the jetsons is that's like that's the the high society and at the and same the time there's the, the flintstones are like the underclass <laughs> that live in this prehistoric wasteland well how do they account for the actual crossovers that there are then that see, Good I'd time. have to watch. We'd have to watch the crossover. Tune in for because I crossover feel like time money travels so involved. Money. In I, there's the a dollars, lot of money. There's a lot matter. of money that they made off of They'll those just crossovers. <laughs> Hannah and Barbara laugh like, "Ha ha ha! This makes no sense at all." As they went to the bank to deposit their very large checks. D- but, wait, sorry, hold up, slow down, everybody, stop. Is <laughs> Hannah and Barbara are two different people? Yeah. Yes. I Those thought it was just David some lady. Barbera. I thought it was a lady named Hannah Barbera. I thought that forever because I thought it was one lady named Hannah Barbara when I was a kid because Barbara oh. looks a lot like Barbara. <laughs> Y'all, that's um, no, two di- there are two different men with yes. ladies' last names. Oh, <laughs> bummer. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's why dudes. fucking Fred Flintstone definitely beats his wife then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, I maybe. Not Barney, um, though. Well, no. it is canon that Barney and Fred both enjoy a nice, that delicious taste of a pack of Winston's. Winston's if you guys cigarettes. have ever seen that cigarette ad. <laughs> Back when the Flintstones first came on, it was way before 1962, and mm. it was totally fine to make your favorite cartoon smoke that sweet, sweet taste of American tobacco, Winston cigarettes. Now Winston. sponsoring Are We Friends, the no. delicious taste of Winston cigarettes. Winston's oh, I would sell them immediately. Good, taste good like a flick flick cigarette should. Yeah, that was the jingle was back when jingle cigarettes had jingles. On the Flintstone. Oh, my God. My, I found my dad had a Joe Camel hat as a kid, which was, even by the my time we God. were kids, not a thing anymore. Like, okay, drop yeah. it with the cartoons. You can you cannot say they're not getting he, he kids He got hooked. killed like a year before. I feel like 
close to when we were just like kid. We were like that's so weird because I feel like it was so prevalent when we were kids. Still, I feel like yeah, it's just that inertia, that residual fucking uh like pop culture. Yeah, like I definitely knew. Did he? Was it the cigarettes that killed him? New York Times. Joe Camel, comma, a giant in tobacco marketing is dead at 23 <laughs> from July 11th, 1997. Oh, shit. All but right. We were it? alive when Joe Camel was alive. But see, that then that makes more sense. Why, was it the cigarettes that killed him, though? No. Or was it just some... they ended the. <laughs> oh, you're I telling me like they didn't do some sick shit like baby shot nut? dead. Uh, I fucking hate that. The fucking Mr. Peanut. Like, oh, my Mr. God. Peanut let's have a three like commercial arc where Mr. Peanut dies and then baby nut is like reborn Wait, yeah. at the I funeral of about Mr. That. Peanut. Like, what the fuck was this shit? Playing on the basis human emotions of grief and joy to sell peanuts like i'm gonna have a reaction if you set it up like hey remember this guy this guy that your grandfather knew remember how nice your grandfather was he died he's dead he's never coming back and now you just feel like that, right pop, pop. planters peanuts like oh go fuck yourself <laughs> Wait, so did he did die how did he die oh he died in a like a 27 he- hours type thing fell to his uh, death fell like to they, his death they were driving around and they the fucking came, they fell off the thing and then they were like holding on to a branch and but think, why because they're know. sick and they, they want to make no money. no i don't i don't mean like why actually <laughs> like I mean, why what's the, in the given story? reason oh uh that they died i don't know someone was a bad driver fell. and they fell off a cliff it's not like a drunk now driving to, message or okay, now I no, no, no. Seriously, just death. nuts. Like there's no substance here. There's just the manipulation and the nuts. There's nut manipulation. There's okay, a manipulated yeah. nut. There's heavily <laughs> manipulated nuts. <laughs> nuts are holes. being manipulated. And so that something comes out. of We got you. it. We got okay. it. Too, okay. too many holes to go down here. So I, well, just the I'm one. Gonna, hole, I'm going to stop. No, it's okay. I, my, right. my I'm question. Sorry. My, my only point is I say, Mr. Peanut, dead if they if they came up with a story in how he died then yes that is cartoon character dead if camel joe if they didn't give him a death story then that's just they stopped using it you know i think that's, that's what i happened. think they just stopped using him mr then you Peanut can't call that dead sacrificed himself to save uh wesley snipes and matt walsh after the nutmobile veered off a cliff the nut i'm not gonna get into this right now wesley I'm snipes not. was in the nutmobile he needs to pay off the irs so yes he was in that nut wait what Wait, is Wesley Snipes in trouble Wesley with Snipes the IRS? Wesley Snipes had a massive issue with uh, taxes and the IRS for a while. I don't so know what, if that's fucking, been resolved. But. We're, okay, so we're supposed to feel bad when fucking Baby Nuts taking some tax dodger <laughs> across fucking state lines gets what he fucking deserves and then gets to be reborn? You know who's not reborn? Wesley Snipes. I mean, Mr. He doesn't Peanut die in the was end. probably a tax evader as well. I mean, I mean that hat and monocle definitely ourselves. spells yeah. like international account in panama yeah he was he was i was gonna say that monocle and top hat definitely spells let's watch these two poor people fight like that's that was the vibe i was getting from. oh yeah that's for sure the mr peanut not like not like ooh, whatever oh that 1920s mr peanut yeah he's 104 years old the one who remembers how good it was before the war oh do you think maybe it was an inside job like they were like this guy's gotta go like he's not truthers He's not Mr. croaking <laughs> on his own, and so we have to move it along. We like, gotta get this going. Just, baby boomer done. Time for real we, baby. Yeah, we it's let, one of those things. Like, okay, we, Mr. Nut, we know 
you Mr. know who George Blood. Washington Carver is. Implied like you have to give him credit for the mean. things that he invented. I swear my grandpappy invented, you know, toothpaste made of peanuts. And I'll be damned if any George Washington Carver takes the the credit for it. Like, okay, we're done with this. Really? The, like, over. the most innocuous piece of American history is the one you're going to fucking take. Oh, we're, we're done. Okay. No, we're, at, I, we're done with this. We're done. Did he we're talk? Done. Yes. I even. think so. Yes. What did he sound like? He wasn't like Mr. Monopoly where rich. I just thought he was a mute the whole time. But No, no, no. It's just because you don't have enough money to hear Mr. Pennybags speak. Fucking Was this Mr. Up. Pennybags? <laughs> yeah. Something like that, yeah. Or money. Mr. Sure. It's either money or penny. It's something. It's it's that. It's bags. Like penny backer or something. Or yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Potter. No, that's a wonderful life. That's but whatever. They're all. Who cares? Life. They're all evil. Like, do I have to know about these <laughs> capitalist <laughs> pigs? You know, these no. titans of industry. Elon Musk, fucking Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos, and Mr. Nut. Like, I don't have to be familiar <laughs> yeah, with these I assholes. So I don't think. I'm pretty sure his last name is Peanut. You keep saying he's Mr. 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 Nut, like his first name is P. I always thought like it was like John P. Nut, (laughs) like John Peters Nut. You know, Mr. P. Nut, you know, like, you know, Esquire or whatever he claimed to be when he was laundering money from child labor camps in Taiwan or whatever. Oh, my God. Did, did you did you have anything else prepared for Calvin and Hobbes? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, where would you, you like guys, to take it? Yeah, hit, so, it up, uh, hit it up. I gave you guys a couple of genres of mm-hmm. Calvin and Hobbes um, storylines. Like there's the babysitter when she comes around, like those sagas, um, and Calvin harasses her. The ones with Susie, the ones where it's a conversation with just him and his dad, him and his mom, the snowmen, mm-hmm. um, the sledding slash tobogganing where there's always like some existential lesson as they're going down about like the nature of absurdism, which I always love that there's like <laughs> so many, like so many buckets they can take from that well up. But yeah, like what were some of your favorites or if you don't I, have any favorites? I like the snowman one. Mm-hmm. Um, not always because of what they're saying, but sometimes like the, the there's just like one where they had, or he's made a snowman who has a noose tied to a tree and he's standing <laughs> on a chair and like I don't even remember what it says. Like, that that's a great that is objectively funny. <laughs> like it's funny, funny that that snowman's about to kill, kill himself, himself in a way that's not possible. Yeah. <laughs> I love that it's uh, one of my favorites. Is the mom and dad are walking. I don't even know if they have names or not, but they're walking down the streets and they say like, "Oh, happy snowman!" in one yard, and they go to the next one like, "Oh." Little family of snowman, little little baby nut snowman, and they go to their yard, and it's just like a two-headed monster, like <laughs> eating another snowman with his like claw arms, and just you always know when you get to our house. Yeah, it, there's there was another one that was um, it was like a like a snowman that had some sort of like heat pack on him or something, mm-hmm. and Hobbs is like, what what is he doing? And Calvin's like, he's committing suicide. Uh, and I'm like, same same exact type of strip, and I'm like that one wasn't funny. That one wasn't even yeah. at all. Like I don't know what it like. That was that was so weak sauce. <laughs> that I don't know what to do with it. It 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 is a play on the fact that it's not always just the what. It is the how. Like there are I. Again, I saw this with the Susie ones. I was fucking, most of those I was fucking laughing. Like, I was just like howling. These are very funny. These are very good characters put together doing all this stupid shit, right? And like, Spaceman Spiff, I got through three and I'm like, yep, I get the gimmick. Thank you. Goodbye. Yep. That's enough. Like, cool. cool. See you it's later. Buck Rogers. Got it. Yeah, great. I get, no, it was really just 
yeah, I get it. He's really in school and he's doing the, I don't care. Cool. Awesome. Oh, that's the alien who's talking to him is his mom. Oh God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, oh, that Susie this time? Or wow, the teacher. I can't believe it. Or the yep. teacher. Yeah. Oh, blow up the school. I, wanted, well, I ran, I didn't I ran into school, that a I few times. I mean, it, I think it was, it's probably difficult to, to do it the way we did it, like go into a category where you sure. stack them all right up next to each other so you can see the repetition. Because <laughs> like the, the dad one too. I was like, okay, yeah, that's 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 cute. Like I get that. That's mm-hmm. funny. It's like, oh, but you're doing it over and You've over. You've done and this over, for a decade. Over and over yeah, and over right. and over again, and over and over <laughs> and over. And you're gonna keep doing it over and over and over. He's not even doing different ones. Now. He's just repeating the same <laughs> ones that he's been doing. It's like I remember um, after a couple of Christmases when Grant and I. My brother uh, got all of the kind of like collections. I remember a big present one year is we got the the total set. Um, the omnibus. Which is like, like the omnibus, like every single Calvin and Hobbes. And I remember reading through like the first full volume of three and not recognizing a single one of those comics. Like all of these, all of these were busts. Mm-hmm. It took you how many years before you got your stride? <laughs> that doesn't even look like fucking Calvin until like the beginning or the end of the first volume, beginning of the second one. So it's just like, well, that's like, it was on for so long. He could really just reify these like particular uh, motifs of comic book. Like, yeah. Okay. This time I'm going to nail the fact that the dad is going to tell Calvin the wrong thing when Calvin asks him a question and the comedy is particularly like how. So like, dad, what does the old college try mean? It's when you kick back with a couple of friends, have a few beers and let the worries go away. And the mom comes in. That's not what it means. Like, I don't know what college you went to. Like, cool. Let's have that same joke six more times. I'm fucking here for it. I I was going to say, I'm not going to lie. The the one that I do, I do have a big, like that I'm going to do a deep dive. Even like, I'm just going to actually read them for enjoyment is fucking calvin getting gaslit by his dad for a <laughs> decade just like <laughs> that's all it is is just him straight up lying to him with the utmost confidence in calvin going that doesn't seem and he's like you fucking think it's wrong and he's like well okay but what about this is another lie huh the world's really fucking weird isn't it like <laughs> there's a there's one with the dad to me that seemed to say like his whole entire single lesson which is like he asks him something, gives him a fake answer, uh, and he's like, "Why don't I just look it up myself?" And he's like, yeah. "You learned something." <laughs> Finally, <laughs> that was like the last time he ever did that joke, and he never <laughs> asked him again. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I forgot. One of my favorite genres was uh, our favorite motifs is any time that Calvin needs to take a picture. There's like they come back to this over the years mm-hmm. whenever it's picture day or whenever they need to send a Christmas card. It's just these two grown parents like ripping their hair out, getting their child to sit fucking still to take one, one goddamn picture. <laughs> and every time and it, these are the ones that get me because it's always like Calvin turning around and crazy. And then he does like a <laughs> smile like what? I smile. You know? It's just like super funny. <laughs> To me, it's just like there was one, the whole structure of it is they're looking through uh, a bunch of photos that they tried to take and they're all terrible. And the parents are like, we can't send these to people. They're going to think we're sacrilegious. (laughs) Can't put this on a Christmas card. I think like we're raising the omen. Um, So, yeah, it's like, I I love it. It's fun shit. What about some other ones? Brian, what about you? What were some of your favorite uh, motif? Um, So I... I really did like all of the stuff with Susie, especially there's there's a, a segment, a series of them about him just wanting to throw something at her head 
and give her a concussion either with a pine cone or mostly snowballs. There's a great, there's a very ridiculous one uh, that sets up the big premise of <laughs> Calvin holding on, freezing a snowball from, and now it's June. Like it is, it has been six months probably from when any snow <laughs> has hit the ground. And he is like, I have a, a sphere of death ready to absolutely give Susie another lobotomy with, right? Like that's how, because he is murderous oh, intent yeah. in his this eyes. This girl's going to repeat Absolute the third grade. Murderous intent in his eyes. And he fucking, he just, hey, Susie, tosses it, hits right in front of her on the ground, smashes into a piece, just completely devastated. And then she's just like, <laughs> she's just moaning and moaning, oh, I can't believe my entire life's alive. And there's just, the next frame is just Susie holding the reformed <laughs> snowball and he's just, and then on the ground with snow in his face, just, I can't. The irony of this is just sickening is what he says. And it's just, yeah, it's great. It's tremendous. Um, L-O-L. Uh, yeah, I loved all of that because, oh, the other one that I really loved was, and it, it brings another sort of motif or theme thing with Calvin and Hobbes is uh, the use of, the, how the change in perspective is shown in the art. So Hobbes is the easiest example of this, where if you're seeing the perspective of someone who isn't Calvin, there is a stuffed tiger he is holding. And if you're with Calvin's perspective, it is a weird uh, anthropomorphic tiger who seems tigger. pretty chill. That's Tigger. You're right. He's well, pretty like, chill whenever but like, he's who not being like... smoked a little bit before yeah, he came he's... on the panel. Like, he's he's fine most of the time. One of his big pieces of advice for uh, Calvin when he got gaslit by his dad super hard about the cult, like, why black and white films are black and white and why, you know, that sort of thing, is he was just like, yeah, I just take a nap if the world feels weird. And I'm like, I, yes, 100% get it. But he's, he's very chill. But there's one with Susie where they're playing house and it looks like, you know, Sally were one of those fucking old actual comics, like an old Spider-Man, you know, like yeah. that very 60 style thing. And it's them doing like, you know, it looks, she's darling. I'm home. I brought a surprise. And Calvin just turns and he goes, let's hope it's a divorce. And then just like, <laughs> shit, like see exactly. Like, Jack it's Kirby like, kind of humor. Yeah. But it's like real stuff. And then at the end, it's him just go, this is, fucking stupid i'm out of here like <laughs> oh god but see but some like, of some yeah. of those also it's just like even when you're describing ones that i've already read uh-huh it's like it sounds better when you describe it i feel like sometimes yeah yeah sometimes you, you put the umph into it you know you put the you put the right tone in the, the right place you're, like the, i agree you're with reading that. it you're reading it with the like the emphasis that got you like the yeah. reason that I'm going to repeat some of these is because the way I read it in my mind, like made me laugh. And so like when I recite it, I'm not going to say it a different way. I'm going to say it the way that like made me laugh when I did it. It is why, uh, it is why I no longer read out like quiplash or any of those answers out loud because that a hundred percent has the effect on how funny it is to other people. Like, oh, for sure. Group, I've watched you. I've watched you tank my chances by I've saying the ruined, first one first I've ruined and then laughing too hard to say mine. Yeah, exactly. Like, you butthole. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I make no apologies. I gotta, it's, it's in my desperate quest for laughs. So I'm like, oh, I'll just hijack this joke now. <laughs> it's now funny because I said it. I got you those votes. Give them to me. Aren't uh, we all having fun? Because I'm making fun. Aren't like, I this all is the having best fun? Way, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> aren't we all having fun? Me? Yes. <laughs> yes. Me? Good. Me? Good. <laughs> But uh, so I just finished a book recently called Understanding Comics by Scott McCloud. It was okay. written in 1993, and it, the author is a comic character, and he like takes you through his aesthetic theory of comics. He's a comic uh, character. Like he he writes himself, he draws himself as a comic. The oh, book is a comic okay. itself, and it's about like how to understand comics, and you know he uses the medium to describe the medium to give you like a an immediate like example. You know, and it's a lot of it is like just theory, <laughs> like how does time work, how does passage work how does motion work and there's a couple of different ways and he doesn't really talk about watterson 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 too much but i think he should have because there are he does a lot of different kind of transitions that i like so a lot of them right are you know like motion motion like he starts the motion you see the result of the motion or you see like multiple frames of the same motion going Mm -hmm. through or you see like dialogue back and forth but he also does a lot of like just tone shifts uh, especially when calvin's daydreaming they'll just be like landscape 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 oh my god it's the teacher oh god (laughs) landscape and like it's it works really well to show like yeah i you were in a daydream you came out of the daydream you're back in the daydream and it's like it you were really good at using the, the medium of comics to tell like a bunch of different kinds of jokes. Some of them are script jokes. Some of them are medium jokes. Some of them are like, what's the script saying about the image right now? So like I'll hand it to Bill Watterson, Watterson. Like he's a great comic artist. Um, Definitely. I feel like he's got a lot at his disposal. I was a big, uh, I have one of those examples incidentally up in front of me. It's another thing with Susie and they're just in the snow and he's like, Hey, I found dinosaur tracks. And she's like, wow, they really look like size five treads from a little boy. And it's just Calvin in a cert, you know, in one of the little circle frames, just seething, just, <laughs> and then the next frame is a like Tyrannosaurus Rex winding up a snowball ready to hit her in the, and I'm like, that's exact like that little, there's no movement. It's just like a, it's like a heart, a smash cut style joke. And I am a slut for those in movies. So why not have it work in comics? Like it's, it's just very good. Yeah. And so it feeds into that imagination, the perspective shift sort of thing as well. What would you recommend for like, let's say hypothetically somebody who, who didn't, didn't click super well with these sorts of comic strips. How, how would you recommend they approach getting, getting more into them? Huh? You know, Don't you know what, you get what I'm saying? I'd say, uh, become a child. <laughs> and, you know, getting a, I, I would you can't say, you can't get them when you're a child. I feel like because they're all doing these heady jokes. You know, I know. Um, some, I uh, feel yeah. like it's the going back to it is where I'm getting both sides of it. Like, oh, ha ha ha! Calvin says funny weird things, and Hobbes is kind of weird. And now coming back to it, like I have that enjoyment of it, but I'm also reading the jokes and getting the jokes. Like when they say, like. What's going on, Calvin? Like, I'm experiencing a particular ennui. Like, I know what those words mean now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, but I would say for someone who wants to get into... Are you asking for someone who wants to get into these comics or into these or kinds of comics? how do you get into these comics? I feel like a lot a lot of these have the same... Just, 
very similar humor in a lot of these different types of in, like Calvin and Hobbes I think is a great example but also a lot of the other like Garfield even you know like any of like, I don't even know what they are all of them but like I, it is often times like this style of joke um I would say Chuck Schultz who did the peanuts um like Charlie Brown and Snoopy and all that shit exactly yeah exactly um Chuck Schultz and Bill Watterson I think are the best um the far side is another one. I like Who the, the hell side. did the far side? Um, Gary those something? are, yeah, those are really funny because it's a mixture of comics and one panel jokes, um, and they they're some of them like absolute stinkers, and some of them will just knock your socks off. Like they're just fucking absurd and funny. The last one I would say, if you want to try like something else and something different, maybe something a little more long form, is check out Bone. Um, by can't remember his name right now. Interesting um, name for a, a comic book title. What uh, what really sets Bone, Bone apart? By can't remember his name. Bone, Bone by a... John can't remember his name. Um, but what's what's interesting <laughs> about face popping? <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm face popping. I I want everybody. I just want to Jeff Smith. Just Sorry. go back. Go back for a second That's because <laughs> Taylor said Bone. Like what sets him apart, and Brian jumped over to Bonaparte. Bonaparte. What sets Bone apart? That's what he said. Bone apart, and I went Bonaparte. Bonaparte. And I wanted to make every, make sure everybody heard that. So it's not always me, okay? It's not always me. <laughs> Brian asked for it. You can't come and live in this world without having to experience it. Everywhere. That exactly. <laughs> that's really it. Uh, what sets Bone apart? Uh, apart. Now I'm getting lost. The comic is called. Well, Bone. no. Now you have What's to. You'd have, you would apart. have to talk about Napoleon if you were going to say that. Okay. You can't say that what unless you're going to talk about Bonaparte Napoleon. Bonaparte is the heavy politics of late 18th, early 19th century French military. No, regime. no okay. but what it actually is. Well, is, no, but then you um, should have said what sets Bonaparte, Bonaparte apart. apart. Yeah. What sets Bonaparte? <laughs> damn it! God damn it! Fuck this joke! I hate this joke. I don't know shit about Napoleonic France, <laughs> apart from like I don't know. Josephine was his wife, and he got a she got a fountain. Fuck <sighs> it. Good. I only know that because of the fucking terminal with Tom goddamn Stop Hanks. Stop talking. So I, love this. I you what know what sets Bonaparte <laughs> is um, the every character except for the three main characters is drawn in like a very realistic high fantasy style. Okay, but the three main characters are just like outlines. They're like super round, no real features. In the same way, Tintin is like just a circle face, yeah. but his background is super realistic. And Scott McCloud describes this as like the less detailed a thing is in a comic, the more able you are to project yourself onto it. The more detailed it is, the more of an identity externally it has from you that you react with. And so when there's super hyper examples like very background 1930s pulp and Tintin, you know, like those care that characters in the world and bone with a highly detailed high fantasy, like you mm -hmm. see that stark contrast and like that bit of his aesthetic theory working. So yeah, bone, Chuck Schultz, Bill Watterson, the far side. I think those like kind of nail the funnies for me if you wanted to get into them. Yeah, I I think what 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 bugs me is I'm just thinking about like literally when we were just doing this Bonaparte bit, I laughed far harder at that than I did in any any of reading of comic strips mm. i ever i've ever done you know <laughs> and this was that was a throw that was nothing that was that garbage was, i it was it legit, garbage it legit started that. not with a joke 
but pointing out that two words kind of formed one word. Not even a so, joke. It's just a reference. I just pointed it out like a psycho. And it so, worked. And it worked. And allegedly it was funny. I can't believe it. How about this, Jorge? <laughs> I'm going to keep reading the funnies, and whenever I find one, I'm just going to describe it to you so that you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> then you can say that you're into comics because when that, I mean, that you, would, you could would, like recite what I said to you. That might that is probably preferable, and still wouldn't make me as laugh as when we laugh as much as when we start saying like cummy tummy. I was gonna <laughs> like, say, like, cummy. <laughs> well, then fine, Hori. You make a comic and you just call it like cummy tummy time. The only Are, the you know? only thing I could think of, the only thing I think of in terms of that advice is I maybe do ones that have less dialogue that are more visual like gags themselves to try and cause those will be not necessarily broader, but you'll like the joke is just has to be there. There's no, like there's no sitting there and being esoteric and thinking about the nature of fucking, you know, what life means to a six year old and a fake fucking plush tiger. Like, It'll just be a joke. There will there won't be like you were saying, like the snowman with the noose and sh- like that's just a visual gag. There's no, yeah. you don't need any setup for that in the dialogue. Uh, so maybe finding some that have less or that aren't as focused on those type of wordy, like heady, I guess, sort of jokes instead. You know, right, you know so what? that reminds me of one one more strip, there, like. An internet strip, Saturday morning breakfast cereal, SMBC. Okay. Yeah. Super funny. Um, and a lot of the jokes are just like single panel visual gag. And some of them are super wordy. So he's another one like nice range. Yeah. Honestly, some of, some of the more modern internet comics have got me to laugh. I remember like as a child reading Dr. McNinja or some shit like that. Excuse me. And like having a great time with it. Excuse me. I'm just saying, I, I don't know. I don't know. These, these old, I don't, when I looked yeah. up Calvin and Hobbes, as I started reading through the Wikipedia page, and they described Hobbes as a sardonic stuffed tiger. And so I, then yeah. I had to obviously click over to what sardonic <laughs> is. <laughs> and I, I, was reading, I was reading the definition of sardonic, and I'm like, this is exhausting. This <laughs> definition for this word that pretty much makes up a large portion of this, this comic strip is exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> Well, it's like it's it, there's always that that critique, right? Like fucking newspaper comics are only funny to the kind of people who want to jack off to the Economist and eat brand cereal. That's like, that's kind of where my head's at with it. Like, yeah, the kind it's of people like, who want to seriously talk about the next quarter and what the fucking oh, basis points no, are going to be yeah. of some particular stock. Like, go fuck yourself. I think it's not even that I don't find those types of jokes funny because I I do find them funny. I think it's yeah. just that. It's the smugness with which they deliver them. How much you and they like, know that they think they're funny. They look yeah. you directly in the eye. They put their their hands on their on their uh, their thighs. You know, like the the, the crouch hands yeah. on thighs, yeah, and they yeah. look at you directly eye to eye. Like this is funny. Coral. If you don't think this is funny, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of person who was like taught phrases to say about abstract art. Just so they they can like say it in a shitty smug yes. tone to other people who look at it like is that 
is that cum and blood on a piece of wood right now? Is that what I'm looking at? <laughs> and, and they go, no, it's an expression of the brutalism of the American psyche. You fucking plebe. And you go like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure it's fucking cum and blood. Say, you lick it and taste me how brutal. Tell me how brutal it it's tastes. It's really just you turn that around and go, well, yeah, isn't the easiest way to talk about the brutalization of the American society is by cum and blood? That feels like a pretty. <laughs> so it is, you idiot. Yeah. Like just turn it. Um, Maybe know. next time you don't need to jizz on a piece of wood <laughs> to prove your point, buddy. Yeah. Also, if Maybe those you can came just out at like the same watch time, the wire. Also, if you also if those came out at the same time, you really should see a doctor before worrying about any art installation thing. They start, yeah. yeah. They start, no, no, but a, no, no. It's okay, buddy. I have a doc. I, I can get you. Yeah, Let I'm me get your call, reference I'm here. Call I have a right doctor. Now. I'm gonna call. I'll right call now. him right now. Yeah. It's okay. No, no, no. A real <laughs> doctor, not of art. Go fuck yourself or I, whatever you are. I, I will say I do. Again, I like the simpler, sillier jokes in this. So like him being mad at Susie will just make me laugh because you're a fucking like six year old yeah. and you're a doofus. Like the amount of times there's a whole note saga of like, hey, Calvin, don't read pass this to Sally and don't read this. And of course he fucking does. Cause he's Calvin. And it, the note is just Calvin, you're a stink head. Stop reading my notes. And it's like, that's fucking a plus. Then the next one, the follow up one, the that's, follow up that's, one that's, is yeah. great. Cause it's just, Hey, pass this to Jenny and don't read it. Uh, teacher <laughs> Susie is passing notes and it's just read it out loud for the class. It's just Calvin is a stink head and a snitch. And it's just like, <laughs> That's He's the one like, where it ends with God. with the the dentist. Yeah, thing. and it's another. You'll be picking teeth oh, out of your God. ass this time, so like that. Yeah, <laughs> something close to that. Not probably. remotely close. Oh my God. Um, Come on, give me a break. I'm not yeah, Bill Watterson. I can't make that. Well, that's the thing. Is like every single one of these. Like I like I like them for the most part. You know, like it's it's yes. That was. I look at the joke and I'm like, yeah. I think that joke was enjoyable and not bad to me. But, you know, like it's that is objectively at a small scale funny. And that's all you gave me though. Like that's that's my one problem is like why like it's it seems like a smaller funny than I can get elsewhere and now I'm now I'm now a, a greedy man who wants you know, you deep, know I think it deep is. belly laughs. You know, you know what I think it is, Jorge? Uh, let, me, let, me, let me lay this out for you. What I think it really is, is you've never worked a nine-to-five job. I think, I think, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's literally... Define nine-to-five job. Like, you have to commute to an office and sit in one chair looking at one computer screen or one wall or share it with another fucking person, one God forbid. Wall. And you just got to sit there. That's all part of the requirements? five. And then, and then but it's not like you don't... Five. It's not your place... You can't do anything because your home always feels different. Like, you got to go to this place. You got to listen to some fucking inane person tell you about what they did over the weekend. And I don't give a shit. I'm not going to say that that was an inappropriate story because I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just trying to do my job so I can come back home. But now I'm exhausted. And all I have to look forward to is not being conscious. Then comics are hilarious I, it's all you can get it's, it's all you can fucking morsel get. of enjoyment you get out of your soul crushing day some of those requirements are a little difficult to meet at their exact form but i i i think <laughs> i get what you're getting at and i definitely have done that and it uh that only makes me when when i was really working in nine to five what happened always was when i was done with the work week 
I'm like, I have such a small amount of relative time before I have to get back to this grind for the rest of my life. So mm-hmm. I need to pack as much fun as I possibly can into this next like weekend before I have to get back to that. So for me, then it only like increased the amount of fun I need to maximize into a small space. But you sure. were also a younger man when you were doing that. Like you can't keep that up forever because then, you know, shit starts to pile up like, fuck, you know, I was tired, so I didn't do laundry on Tuesday, and now it's Saturday, but I have to think about Monday because I need something to wear. I can't have fun. I have to do chores. So my only time off is spent doing other things. Drink let me read chores. a goddamn so let Calvin me, and Hobbes Let me see if shitter. I understand your, your your hypothesis. If I am you gotta feel powerless. This age <laughs> or older and miserable, then I'll enjoy them. 100%. That's, I, I, that's pretty much I, my theory. I, I feel that. I, I can't disprove that yeah. for sure. I will also say it's also a little bit more due to the format itself because remember this is a daily comic strip there's like he took uh, bill watterson took two breaks off and they were almost a year long because he had just been producing a comic every probably put him out in bulk but like produced a comic every day like there was always it's just that's the next you have to do the next gag immediately there's no like oh, everyone can run off the belly laughs from the Sunday special for a week. It's, no, 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 tomorrow the next hit has to come. So I I assume in real life that people have a a limited amount of funny in their tank, right? Right. And so he had just 10 years where he had to just, as much as possible before he retired, of just like, cool, I got to dole this out in doses. I do not have the capacity. If I just roll out with like a year's worth of funny what the fuck am I going to do where every one of them is a belly laugh? Holy shit, I'm done for. Because that was 365 jokes I nailed, and now I got to do 365 more. Like, Yeah, and I feel like he <laughs> gave himself, he gave he did, he did worked smarter, not harder. Like, cool, I can use the same joke in a different this. form by making these motifs that we've been talking about. Like, totally. all right, fuck, uh, I don't know, grab bag, we're doing a sledding, ep- we're doing a sledding episode. episode. Yeah, we're going to... We're going to write a joke about existential going down. No, the trees are my breaks. Cool. All right. Mm. Today was kind of a gimme, but someone's going to laugh at it because there are 300 million people in this country. I I feel like it's more of that vibe of like, yeah, you can't please them all. And it's just like, maybe someone will get something out of this. And people did. Because I also, I also loved, again, the thing you were talking about of reading these like kind of by, uh, by premise or by like subsection so seeing it all in order is very thing is very uh, revealing. But uh, again, he only did this for a decade. He did this from 1985 to 1995, and he quit basically at the height of popularity for Calvin and Hobbes. And people were like, "Oh my god, blah blah blah." And he was like, That's "See you later. Cool. I'm going somewhere. Get away from me. I'm done. I'm gonna go paint and not sell it because shut up." Like um, <laughs> he's very. Yeah. People called him the J.D. Yeah. Salinger of comics, which. Is a, okay, J.D. Salinger and, wrote one book. He wrote thousands well, of comics. But that's almost <laughs> giving saying, J.D. Salinger a lot of credit. I'm also saying, did J.D. That- Salinger only write The Catcher in the Rye? Yup. I, mean, I know then, he did short stories as yeah, well, but he, he only did, like, did that. That was his only in terms full of his length big book. Stuff, I believe, and so. he never released the rights. He's like, cool, you can never adapt this in any medium. It's what seventy five. It was. It's it was it's like, gonna it's gonna be running out soon. soon. It's about it's actually gonna run out that we're gonna get a. Catherine can't wait to movie. see who grab bags that Zack Snyder. Fuck you, dude. I, he can't. I I won't. Or Christopher Nolan's dark gritty 
fucking that would I be feel like it'll fun. be it'll be just in time for one of the Stranger Things kids to be the right age to do it, you know? To play Holden. Yeah. Directed by Wes Anderson. <laughs> that would be great. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, with a you ukul- I'm not gonna lie, he might nail that, that would melancholy. Ass. That'd be awesome because he'd just be instead of just being a fucking prick ass prick, he would be a funny, like weirdo, and it'd be good. Um yeah. but <laughs> And also, I want to see Wes Anderson direct a scene where a guy's looking at a prostitute through a window. Like, exactly. I really want like, to see how Wes bingo. Anderson does That's... it. Like, just center of camera, hard cut, eyes, hard cut, see, panties, hard cut, eyes, hard cut, stuff bear, hard cut, panties, hard cut, arrow flying, <laughs> hard cut, eyes. That know, is, like, but I think that'd be fucking hilarious. Exactly. And everything's mustard colored. That would be, the whole thing about that is... That's the difference where you said something of Wes Anderson. I'm like, yeah, sure. Sign me up a hundred percent. That would be great. I would love it versus the Zack Snyder thing because Zack Snyder would take it unironically that Holden is the hero. And so that we should pay attention to his viewpoint that has merit and value. And Wes Anderson would be like, how funny can I make this weird scene? Like, or how weird can I make this serious scene? It'd be like tremendous. A plus. Excellent. You got it a hundred percent. Um, but the point being, like, J.D. Salinger was a weirdo. And yeah, so calling like, somebody the J.D. Salinger or something, they're only doing that because he was private. Like, he did some interviews. Like, clearly, there was, there's quotes from him. But, like, he just wanted to be left... Uh, Watterson wanted to be left alone. He was like, I just don't like the public. This is weird. I'm going to do my little Watterson. thing. Have fun. Watterson. Um, but he, that's what it was. He wasn't like, I'm a creep guy who's doing all this weird shit like jd salinger was weird and private like he was a recluse not just private so to call him the jd salinger of comics is very there's a lot of baggage and a lot of like a lot of weight being pushed with that title and they really should have thought that over because you really got to have more evidence before you start throwing around that someone's being a jd salinger well, we I know, can right? s- save it for the J.D. Salinger episode then. No, uh, I don't think we're going to do a J.D. Salinger episode. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just going to put that line in the sand right there. <laughs> if I, you can't, you can't tell me I can't pick a topic. I wouldn't. I thought it would most likely come from one of you two. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never really thought about reading. I've thought, was, I've thought about reading The Catcher in the Rye like every year since I read it in high school. And just like, meh. I remember enough details about it. Something else. I'm good. Yeah, I could read literally anything else. I I feel like I can. I can still detect how I would feel different about it. Like that's what everybody always talks about, right? It's like you feel different about it later, different points of your life. But every time I think back on it, I'm like, it was honestly kind of simple enough to where like I, I get how I I do think different about it right now, and I don't need to read it again. Know that I I think high school is the right age to make people read that. You know, Mm -hmm. like you got it right. You know, he's clavichord. That's not really what that word means. You you got it right. You know, like oh, and the the catcher in the rye. It's a song, right? You you got it right. It's you know, there's like irony and shit, right? You. You got it, right? You know, like that's that's the time. Like, you know, pubert- puberty's hard. You're doing that right now, right? Oh. You, you got it. You know, it's just, you know, it's, it just happens. You know, changes, ch- 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 changes. I, you know, David Bowie's Taylor, like Holden, Taylor, right? enough. Sorry, Taylor. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, I was like, what's not going to stop him? Three I, weeks. I, re- I saw that that you were not going to stop. Three weeks of pent up jokes just being laid yeah. out in one fell swoop. 
It's like we you guys to, get what I was trying to say, yes. right? We have to like, like you, you got it, right? Oh, you like, got it. <laughs> Tooth Fairy's gonna be paying know, like, you what off I'm, big tonight. It's like one of those <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking of, but some machine that you have to slap to get it to stop stuttering <laughs> and start working again. A printer. Uh, what? Something like that. Anyways, so what let's what do you have any closing thoughts on Calvin and Hobbes that you want to put forward? Go. Um, youth is an eternal flame, Go. and we should always kindle it, and it's wonderful. I think forever young Alphaville. I think it's it's pretty good. I <laughs> I I read these probably from time to time and sharply exhale from my nose, and I wouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah, so yeah. Make sure you check for boogers first. <laughs> nope. Cool. So on the topic of. Bill Watterson's Calvin Watterson. and Hobbes. Are we all members of the Church of the Latter Day Saints? Brian, go. Are we all fans? I, I'm. I think yes. I think there's enough sinew and connective tissue. I Taylor and I for sure, but I, I, I'm looking over at that other part of the triangle, and I'm like, I think we, I think this will hold under scrutiny. I'm saying, Sorry. look, don't don't take it personally, but we have to be able to say no sometimes. And it's, it, I mean, like yeah, clearly, okay. if you look, you can go back, you can listen to the episode. I ain't, I ain't trying to harsh everybody's vibe, but you know, it's 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 gonna be a no for me, dog. Like it, like you just we we think about it differently. And I'm not saying I'm not wrong, you know, but like I definitely we we're gonna have to come back to it. Somebody's gonna have to grease my wheels to get. Hey, my, man brain no, ticket can't right be way. putting that kind of I advert was, out here on the podcast i was literally expecting this exact outcome okay. um so i have my little bit prepared in that like i love calvin and Hobbes more than i remembered loving it and i love it so much that i can absolutely admit all of its faults like 100 percent, give me no argument no argument yeah some of these are stale the jokes are kind of repetitive so, we get it sardonic sucks as like a character trait, but like, yeah, I still love it. I don't give a shit. You're not going to harsh my vibe. You can disagree with me. Cool. So we're yeah. not friends on it, guys. We disagreed. I swear. No, 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 no. <laughs> Brian and I are the best we're of friends, friends on it, but Jorge himself. isn't. So that's a, well, but yeah, no, no vibes that, harshed. I am still out in the desert. The gimmick alone. is still no, because this fundamentally we friends. all, it has to be, you know, anyway, it, we might as well drop the gimmick. If some people Stop. can't say no sometimes. Uh, I've said no multiple I, times to I, the point where I was not on the third. I was going to say I, I vividly remember one of the times someone said no. Um, okay, take us. Yeah, fucking get us out of here, dude. Quick. All right, everybody. As always, you can find us <laughs> no, on our Twitter. Wait, no, hold on, whoa. hold on a second, hold on a second. We we have a form on our website where people can send us emails. And for that reason is why Taylor came up with the, the dial-up demons. I'm getting emails every single day for spam bots. <laughs> you, we got to read some of these right now. And I'm turning it off because I can't. I can't do, every time I look at my phone, it's, it's sex. It's nipples. It's dicks. It's, it's everything. All right. All right. I'm not sending right. images, you know. But, like, I got, we got to. All right. I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay. Then it's time for a rousing round of. The dial-up demons. Okay.
Okay, so let's just go to what I have saved, which I stopped saving like a month ago because there were so many. So name that demon. Wait, no, there's... Browse over 500,000 of the best porn gallery daily updated collections. Message body from Roxanne XN11. And because it's from both, apparently, Julian Ang, like the Avatar, 5 at Itsuki88, there's a dog whistle, is there actually dot a, pushmail dot fun. Is there actually Message a fake fun. one in here? I'm guessing they're all actual spam Oh, emails. these are all going to be fakes, because, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, name that demon is the, the folder on our shared email account that I save all these to, so I can just flip right through them. Uh, but here's the message body. Girls of Desire, colon, all babes in one place, crazy art, with commas in between random words <laughs> in that. Uh, there's a link to hotboobpornvids. Not going to read the rest of it. I mean, why? That's a tough one to... You'd send that to me later. Uh, uh, gangbang porn story Jalen sends porn star babes free porn. I love gay porn email audio free big toy porn. <laughs> All right. It's that was one of my favorite. Know. Oh, here's a good random one. email that came out. <laughs> here is here. Here's one that I started to save, not because they're pornographic, but because we get the exact same message body every time oh. from a variety of different um, spam, account like things. spam bots with different subject lines. Some of them are question and some of them are sales, but it's always hi there. I'm a freelance creative web developer who helps small businesses like yours grow with use of their site. I send you this email because I'd like to know if you're interested in affordable but high-quality web design services, etc., etc., etc. But it's the, like, I've gone through it. It's the same, like, seven paragraphs that oh. get sent. And it's sandwiched oh, wait, between... seven paragraphs? It's, oh my god, it, it's a fucking litany. Like, here are all the surfaces, <laughs> WordPress, I word buzz. Here's my SEO thing that I found. Here's question. And I love it because it's sandwiched between things like I read before and Sandal Porn Gallery Daily Whoa. Updated List. <laughs> now, Scandal Porn Gallery Daily Updated List. Message body. New Hot Project Gallery Daily Updates at taylorcrossporn.soccerbabesporn.hoterica. Not reading the rest. Hardcore African porn when was porn invented. Teen on black cock porn. Free porn star porn clips. Download aid porn clips. Download aid was not me flubbing up on the word. That is how they spelled downloadable. Maybe they were looking for aid to download. Like Gatorade, Lemonade, oh. Download Aid. Yeah. Oh. Like it, it was. And here, I think, is a rinding. This is one of my favorite ones that we've gotten uh, lately. You'll recognize there are uh, some similarities between messages I've read before <laughs> because these do start to run together. Dirty porn photos, daily updated galleries, message body, girls of desire, all babes in one place, crazy art. <laughs> Lesbian.incest.relayblog.not dot reading the rest of it. <laughs> and then one of my favorites. Homemade porn 3GP clip 3CP sharing free porn website XXX high def porn vid schoolgirl porn XNXX free tune porn tube tubes. Oh my god. I have one. I, I have yeah, one. go for one. it. I am looking for a guy for sex. <laughs> Real sex model meet rich daddy for sexual pleasures in real life. Paid. Freebies fuck. Freebies fuck. They, they, said, they said real life 
too many times. Okay, like <laughs> now that you say real, I probably that yeah. was what robot. tipped you off. Exist yeah. real for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a real yeah. boy. I promise there is no fear. There is no. There is no scam. But, okay. By the so way, we, we, those all sound like Dennis reading Charlie's political speech from Always Sunny. <laughs> that's Sunday. how I read them. That's every how Sunday. they are. Anyway, so we get we get the gist. The '90s are alive and well in spam. Can we? Can I please turn off that form? Yes. It is every single day yes. those emails come in. Yes. Oh yeah, we've got enough of That's these fine. to last a lifetime, guys. If you want to reach out to us, you can always just email us or message us on our Twitter and Instagram, Not both of which form. are at underscore Are We Friends, all one word. Um, you could also find us on our website, which will link to our Twitter and Instagram at r we friends. If you guys want to find more funnies that we do, we also have a weekly live show, which happens on twitch.tv slash the outlaws network, where we play a entirely improvised game of call of Cthulhu. It's like a horror version of D and D that takes place in the Cthulhu mythos, the world of HP Lovecraft. So check that out every Thursday at 7 PM Eastern time, because we're not a bunch of schmucks. Yes, uh, we also, the that's the Outlaws Network in which we have several other things. I, I, I did, I've been listening to Downtime. I've been catching up on Downtime. Mm-hmm. They do mention us every single time. So Aww. we should okay, all right. We should definitely make sure that we get them rolled into our, our outro, please. So you should also check out our sister podcast, which is called Downtime with John and Emily, which uh, is hosted by John and Emily. John, you can also find on... Uh, Outlaws and old ones. Every <laughs> got it, dude. Thursday at seven. You get the gist. I got there. Sorry, my dog just barged in at that last moment and just like I He's saw it through the camera and it killed me. He's been barging in the entire time. It's great. It's, it's the tremendous. entire time. All right, everybody. I have been your sardonic co-host Taylor. I have been the JD Salinger's of co-co-hosts, Brian. And I'm still just Jorge. And we will talk to you next week. Tooth Fairy's gonna make you rich tonight, Susie.